Hi, welcome to Aligning IT and Motherhood. I'm Esther Giray, and I help frazzled moms in the corporate IT sector to break free from the stressful hamster wheel and live an inspiring and balanced life. In this podcast series, I will talk about the most frequent challenges and problems corporate moms need to face, and I will explore different solutions and techniques on how to find time for the things that make you passionate and fulfilled, how to rediscover the zestful life and say goodbye to stress and frustration. Having children is a personal decision. So why should working parents' challenges be taken into consideration at work? Why would a mom with kids get special flexibility at work or be allowed to work remotely? As harsh as it sounds, very often, this is the honest opinion of management. The belief that working parents should not receive special flexibility or remote work options is often silently embedded in company culture, HR policies, and unspoken expectations. In this episode, I'll explore the ethical implications and discuss why it is in companies' best interest to support working mothers. First of all, looking at the question from a working mom's point of view, ignoring the special needs of working parents is not just unethical, but unfair. I was blown away when I first realized how the corporate world has been designed primarily with men in mind, with stay-at-home wives in the background, who could therefore easily combine work and family life and become successful at work. So it is not a mystery anymore why it is so extremely hard to align work and motherhood. And to add another layer, it is also challenging to thrive in a man-dominant IT world where an ambitious woman is often labeled aggressive and masculine. Secondly, due to the structure that is not family-friendly, working parents, especially mothers, are frequently forced to make difficult choices with lasting effects on their careers. Do you drop off the kids or join the morning management meeting? Will you go on a business trip? That could be a Zoom call, probably or you say no and miss out on the project and the important networking piece and you are put on mommy lane? Will you openly talk about your personal struggles with your colleagues or you keep it professional, put on a brave face and don't even mention your daily challenges with the little people at home? Will you hire a babysitter for the whole school holiday when your manager wants you to show up every day in the office? Prioritizing family life can have negative repercussions, including exclusion from promotions and managerial positions, especially for those working part-time. The constant trade-offs they face create barriers to their professional advancement and perpetuate gender inequalities in the workplace. But what's in it for the company? Hiring working mothers is not charity. If we look at it from the employer's point of view, why would they choose to support those working parents? If equity is not just a slogan in the marketing message, it would mean recognizing the different needs and acknowledging that a working mother might need flexible working hours and work remotely. Numerous studies highlight the positive impact of equity, such as increased employee retention and engagement. Despite the biases they encounter, 
working mothers possess valuable skills, including high productivity, exceptional organizational abilities, and multitasking capabilities. Their desire for intellectual challenges and recognition makes them dedicated and loyal employees. By providing the necessary support, employers can tap into this talented workforce and leverage their potential for the benefit of the company. If a workplace is ready to give what they need to align work and motherhood. The big question is, can employers allow themselves not to hire mothers? Supporting working mothers is not only an ethical question, but also a business decision. Excluding them from the workforce or setting unrealistic expectations not only undermines fairness, but also leads to missed opportunities for growth. Or if they need moms to be in the workforce, can they treat them as anyone else? Can they have the same expectations toward mothers, no matter what, and therefore set them up for failure? To foster a truly inclusive and equitable workplace, companies must recognize and address the challenges faced by working mothers. Companies can attract and retain talented, dedicated employees by offering flexibility, remote work options, and acknowledging the unique needs of working mothers. Embracing working mothers not only benefits individual employees, but also contributes to a thriving, diverse, and progressive work environment. What can you do as a working mother in the corporate IT world then? The biggest problem behind the frustrations of working mothers is something deeply ingrained in society, company culture, and parenting. The unrealistic expectations placed on moms. Workplaces have been designed with men in mind, with a loving wife supporting them from the background. But now, women are sitting in those chairs. But the expectations remain the same. Spend nine hours at work, occasionally be available outside of working hours, and prioritize work. If you choose to have kids, there are still things that you can change, things that are within your control. Nowadays, more and more companies recognize the talent of working moms, offering flexibility and remote work options to attract and retain them. If you don't work for one of those companies, you might consider changing jobs. However, it's always a good opportunity to start conversations about these benefits at your workplace. The thing is that silent expectations are dangerous and create a lot of frustration. We need to start openly discussing them and understanding the real expectations at work. Is it a problem if you leave earlier to pick up the kids? Can you find a solution that works for both you and the company? Maybe attending the Monday management meeting is a must, but on other days, you can start later. Talk to HR. Talk to your line manager about the options and be aware of your rights and obligations. If you don't ask for what you need, you will never get it. No one will stand up for your needs at work, so don't expect anyone to read your mind. But trying to create a structure that causes less stress is worth it. The worst case scenario is that you understand the maximum flexibility your company can offer. And then you can consider your next steps. What are your thoughts? Do you believe it is in companies' best interest to hire and support working mothers? Thank you for tuning in with me. You've been listening to Aligning IT and Motherhood with Esther Zsirai. 
If you feel that this resonated with you and you would like to make some changes in your life, check out my contact details in the description box and drop me a message. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening.